Welcome to the Ask Alika podcast, where we answer all your questions about business, marketing, and technology. Welcome. Alika episode 12. Uh, So, what are we talking about today, Zion? We have a question Mm. from someone that wants to know about referrals, client referrals, why they're important, um, the best way to give or receive one, um, what to do if it isn't quite right. So we've kind of broken this this overarching question down into, I suppose, a few different pieces and we're just going to go through each of those yeah. um, pieces one by one. So uh, from the top, I guess, why why are referrals important? That's that's the first question to to answer, I think. And uh, why why do you think they're important, Zion? Yeah. As someone who's been in business for ten years, how have referrals affected affected your business well, experience? Man, like when we first started this business, so two thousand six is when we registered um, and really started trading hard. Two thousand eight, so. The way we grew it so fast was really a lot of it was through referrals um, and the way we did that was through advocates. So, we we actually partnered up with a lot of people and got them selling for us right. or referring business to us and rewarding them with referrals back or paying commission or, you know, whatever. But that was massive for us and it still is. That's know? that's really good to hear and that I think that relates a lot to um, NPS, so net promoter scores and finding the people in your network that would give you, when asked the question, out of 10, how likely are you to uh, recommend this business? The people that give you a 9 or a 10, they're your, they're your promoters. They're the people that actually like you so much that they would go out and say, yeah, you should definitely work with these guys. Yeah. Identifying who those people are in your network, no matter where you are in the business journey, is yeah. so, so important because yeah. they're the people that, that, will, that will do this for you and will happily do it for you because they already like you. Yes, yeah, huge. So, so advocates. So, you obviously want to partner with people that like you and like your ser- believe in your services. Yeah. Um, before I go on, I just want to precursor because I, you know, I don't know for the people that listen because we're getting more and more lis- listens every week. Like, I just want everyone to know that you kill it in sales, mm. right? So, you know, when, and I've been doing this for more than ten years. Like, sale, I sell every day. So we know what we're talking about. So this is very dear to our heart. This whole referral <laughs> segment. Uh, and for those that don't know Beth very well, uh, she absolutely kills it in sales and she's really good with referrals. So, <laughs> so we've got some good gems today. Yeah. And I think that kind of leads on to, you know, it, the, the fact is that the best likelihood of converting a lead into a sale is from, is from a referral because it's from someone that already knows and trusts you recommending you to someone else that they know and trust. Yeah. So, you know, sales are the lifeblood of any business. If you can't, if you can't sell the product or service that you have, you're not going to get very far. So finding those people that really think you know what you're up to and know what you're doing, yeah. and they're willing to refer people on to you, especially in Perth because mm, it's tiny a small, town. It's a small town, and we're really big on word of mouth and connections, and yeah. you know, whether we like each other and do you know this person, it's huge here. So yeah, all the more reason. It, it does come with a level of responsibility actually just kind of touching on that. You know, if someone refers uh, a new a new lead to you, you've got responsibility to that person that's that's given you that referral to do a good job for them. Yeah. And there's and in a small town like Perth, it's really important that you follow yeah. through. You can't just be good at sales and then have a shitty product or service. You've yeah. got to come through with the goods. You've got to give them yeah. a great experience and so that that person who referred 
that lead to you feels like they were justified. They they did the right thing. They've given someone that they know and like a good good experience by referring you. So it kind of all it all ties back in, I think. Yeah, and referrals are like an extra. They're so good because they're like an extra qualifier for someone who is looking for a product or service. So if I'm looking for a product or service and someone's referred me someone's name, they've been qualified. You know, mm. not completely qualified, but you know, if I get a cold call from someone random mm. or if I just look someone up on Google straight off the bat, Google's still fantastic for that, but it's still cold. They're mm. not qualified yet. Yeah. So that friend or whoever it is has done the work to qualify that business for you. So that's why referrals are important. Definitely. So you've we know why they're important now. The next question is what's the best way to get one? And this is I think it's important to to, to just think about that for a little while because if you don't have a proper brief from the person who's referring uh, this this business to you, you could end up uh, – that pre-qualified lead could end oh, up man. not being so good in the end if not, you're not yeah. prepared. And I'm going to try not to rant too much about this because <laughs> I've seen it done so badly and I used to do it badly but I've learned. Um, and this, you know, this is something you mentioned before, get a full brief from the referrer about that prospect. Yeah. Get get as much information as you can so that when you do call that person or email them, you already know a little bit about them. You're you're going in, in informed and you can make your your pitch or your you know your your conversation really just more personal because you know already if they if you already know sort of what they're after, you can focus in on that other than just offering them the world. Obviously, no one no one actually likes to be sold to. So, if you're actually giving someone a solution to a problem that they have or providing them with something mm. they already know they need, you're going to have so much more success and, and it's going to be so much more enjoyable working with them. Yeah, like years ago, I called up. Like years ago, I got a referral from someone and I didn't get the brief. This is way earlier on and I didn't get a full brief off them. And so, I just, you know, being gung-ho, I just called the prospect up straight away and then started talking to them about um, I think it was about websites, you know, oh, you, you know, you need a new website. Blah, blah, blah. And they didn't, they weren't interested in a website at all. They were interested in, you know, online marketing because they wanted more leads, blah, blah, blah. And, and it just made me look terrible. Like I was just embarrassed. <laughs> and straight away, they're like, well, you didn't do your due diligence, did you? Yeah. So that kind of, that was a big learning curve for me. That was years ago. Yeah. So, you know, get as much as you can. Like the name of the person, is that person married? What do they like? What do they don't like? Yeah. Uh, what are they looking for? How long have they been in business? You know, Intel. <laughs> All the Intel. And even back to basics, even further than that, a full name, a phone number and an email address. Yep. Just if you don't have those things, you're not going to get very far. How are you going to call them? Yeah, exactly. And just saying to your, your referral, look, would you mind giving me an email introduction? Because obviously that's a really yeah. good way to, to give the contact details of the two parties involved. Oh, yes. So, what I, what I, okay, let's start with what I don't like. Um, so, what I don't like is when people go, Oh, look, I've referred someone to you. Um, they'll get in contact. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> Most of the time, they don't. People are very lazy. They don't. <laughs> yeah. And so, I always want to get in, be the first to get in contact. Mm. So, you've got to be quite assertive or quite aggressive with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, just, just be on the front foot and um, show that you're interested, really. Yep. That's all anyone wants. So, this is how I do it and this is how I try to get my advocates to do it. I say, send an email to the prospect and CC me in, Perfect. right? And then after that, okay, so what that does is that has actually verified that you know me, right? Because you've done it, you know, through written means. 
Secondly, um, after that, I will actually call the person, right, and get in touch with them. Sometimes we'll email like straight away and then that, the, the prospect will email me, oh, let's catch up or I'll email them. But sometimes or more often than not, I'll call them because calls are very personal. Yeah. And book the appointment. Absolutely. And that's that's definitely a great way to approach it. Although it's not always the case that the referral is right for you. And that's an important question to ask as well. What do you do when the referral isn't quite right? And this happens sometimes, you know, not not everyone, not all of your advocates are going to, to always be exactly on the money when they're referring uh, a prospect to you. And mm. the you've got to you've got to make sure you handle that in the right way as well. Because again, this goes back to Perth as a small town. If you um, completely screw up how you yeah. how you approach with a, a nice referral um, in the first instance, then yeah. you're not going to get very far. Yeah, it's reputation damage. And mm. you know, if somebody if you can't work with somebody because they're not in your budget or you don't do what they want you to do and you do it in the wrong way, well they're going to talk and Perth has 2 million people, you know, you can't afford to do that. Exactly. So, how do you do it, Beth? Well, I think really it comes back to honesty and that's, it's, we're going back to basics here, but if, if after a few, if after a phone call or a few emails or a meeting, you realize, hold on, I actually don't think what they're after is what we can provide. Hmm. Just be being upfront about that and saying, look, it would be an injustice to you to continue down this path. Uh, really, I think w- what I need to do is is give you give them a referral. So, and I, I have done that before. That actually happened to me in the last few weeks. I had um, mm. a contact of mine, um, a good friend, send me a great lead, but unfortunately, it wasn't at, the, the fit wasn't right. What they, they were looking for highly specialized services, this prospect, and very specific needs that weren't right for for what we could offer. So I actually just went ahead and said that to him, and I said, "Look, we're we're not the right people for you, but what I can do is recommend this other company that we've worked with before that I think would be perfect." Um, and they're the best people for you to talk to. Put them in contact, and then told my referrer as well, and said, "Look, thank you so much for the lead. wasn't quite the right fit, um, so I referred them on. Just letting you know, and want to say thanks, um, and and for next time. And yeah. in doing it that way, the the potential client or the the prospect was really really grateful. They said, "Look, I really appreciate you you saying that, and we'll definitely keep you in mind when we do come to needing the services that you do actually provide, because we will need them eventually. Yeah. So you created that relationship." And you've also done the right thing by someone yeah. and not, not you know, opened up that opportunity for that reputation damage, which, which does come if you, if you go ahead and say something, you can do something which really you can't. Well, I've actually had clients, uh, prospects come back to be clients yeah. that I turned away initially because they yeah. weren't ready for us or whatever reason. Um, and that wouldn't have happened if I just fobbed them off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, can you help us not? Yeah, that wouldn't work well. No, but that's why I think honesty it just it matters, and it's it's integrity in in your business and what you do, and and knowing what what you're good at and what you're not good at, and strengths yeah. and weaknesses. And but like you said, it's honesty. It's the aunt. It's the it's like the polite no, but with a solution attached to it. Exactly. However, just yeah, just saying no doesn't help anyone. No, we can't do that. But here, you should yeah. talk to these people who can. Yeah, definitely. So I've got, much I've got a, a Rolodex list of people that I can refer work to that don't that do things that we don't do. Mm. So, it's very easy for me to go, oh, I'm sorry, but here's so-and-so. Yeah. Name, number, um, email. Email intro. Why are they good? Why I think they're fit. Mm-hmm. So, I do that and it works. And it's funny because then it's that full circle where we then take on the role of the referrer. Um, so, yeah. it's, it's yeah. so it, all, it just, you know, it's just reciprocity. You've got to be pretty detailed and you can get systematic. Like, you can be lazy about it and I'm not saying I'm perfect because sometimes I, I do get lazy. But it's you got to care about the details with yeah. referrals, I think. Um, yeah. So then, 
I think the last kind of piece of this puzzle, or the one that, last one that we're going to touch on is how do you ask for referrals? Because it is, you know, <laughs> they, they can be the lifeblood of your business as as yeah. they were for Alika when you first started Zion. Well, I'll tell you how, you know, one of I won't name his name, but one of our business partners, you know, the other day just messaged me SMS and said, I have a really poor month. Got any leads for me? <laughs> I really want leads. And so, I went through my, you know, phone book or my email list and, oh, do I have any leads? And just I shot him one. Yeah. You know, he it's just, that simple. <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's and always good to ask. Exactly. And in that instance, obviously, you're good friends. So, he could get away with shooting yeah. you a quick text just saying, hey, help me out, man. And that totally worked. But that's you can extend that further. You know, any context that you have, it's completely reasonable to reach out and say, hey, do you, do you know anyone that's looking for the kind of services we provide? Yeah. Because odds are someone is somewhere. And just by putting that out into the world, you're probably going to have it come back. Yeah. And you don't have to be a, you know – Shameless self-promoter. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be like, I'm trying not to say a bad word, but you don't have to be um, rude about it. Yeah. You, but you can politely, assertively ask someone, have you got any rules for me? Yeah. You know, it's Anything come your okay. way. And maybe I do. Maybe they do. Yeah. You know? And just the fact that you asked has triggered their memory and, and suddenly yeah. there's there's a potential lead out of it. And but that's- it, it goes back to, you know, some people are not comfortable with asking mm. because you have to be assertive. You have yeah. to not be a people pleaser, which is important in business. Yeah. And some people struggle with that. And for those people that struggle with it, there's a book called, I haven't read all of it, but um, I've read a bit of it and it's really good. The Power of Ask, I think I think you might have mm. read it. And it's the power of just asking. Like, just it's okay to ask for things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's perfectly reasonable. And it's, it, you know, it's, you don't get if you don't ask. Yeah. And the fact is that, you know, you've got huge networks. Well, you should, hopefully. Um, and even, you know, using a tool like LinkedIn, for that again, yeah. you've got to you've got to walk that line of not being um, completely self-promoting and, and only asking for something for you. You've also, on the flip side, got to be providing value regularly to your well, network. That's right, and, your and that's clients. the other thing. Like you know, I tend to ask people who I've done favors for, right? Yeah. And so you know, people talk about like I just give, I give, I give, and I don't think about myself. Well, yeah, you know, Gary Vee, for example, says yeah. that, and yes, I agree to a point, but. Mm. Well, it's jab, 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 right hook. That's jab, his jab, whole jab. Yeah. his whole methodology is give, 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 and then ask when, when it's appropriate. But don't constantly give and don't constantly ask. You've got to find that balance well, in he, between. He said something a bit controversial recently, which was um, ask. I'm um, sorry. He doesn't ask anything back. He just gives, 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 and he doesn't expect anything, which is great, right? But he's at a, a place in his life where he can afford to do that. Mm. But- I don't do that. Like, I actually am conscious of who I've given to and I'm not afraid to ask them, hey, you know, you've got something for me kind of thing. Have you got a lead back, you know? Mm. Um, And they understand that and we understand that, right? And so, I think if you use that leverage. So, if you've given a lead to someone Mm -hmm. in the last couple of months or whatever, don't be afraid to ask them, hey, have you got anything back? You know, don't be rude about it. Yeah. But you, you can do that. Exactly. It's a circle of life in sales. Circle of life. <laughs> exactly. So that's uh, hopefully a useful little, uh, yeah, summary on how we view referrals and, and how we yeah. use them to our advantage and yes. some of the, the best ways to, to work it for the best, you know, best result for you. Yeah, there's um, two couple of things that I, I, I missed. Apologies. So back to how. What is the best way to give or receive a referral? So, um, this is important. Like when I, so sorry, this is going back. I just want to want to clarify this point. So, when somebody sends an email 
to a prospect that CCs me in, mm-hmm. I would like if they explain a bit about myself mm-hmm. or build me up if they believe that I'm good, mm. right? And likewise, if I'm referring work to someone, um, then when I do the intro, I, I build them up a bit if I actually believe that they're good. If I don't know if they're good, I won't say this person's great because I don't know. Right. That's not being honest. So, but, yeah, actually but, be honest yeah. about the referral. So, be honest about it. But if you actually believe that person is good, you need to say it because mm. that actually helps. Uh, and and I think a lot of times we we don't say it, say that, mm. and that, and that's a lost opportunity because that increases the conversion rate if you say someone's good. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, that that, that – Sorry, I missed that. I wanted to go back and clarify that because mm. I think that that's quite important. The details of how you refer work to someone and how they refer work to you is mm. actually really important. So, think about these little, minute little details. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, I hope that uh, answers the question that came through and, and is useful in thinking about how you how you approach referrals and, and sales generally. Obviously, there's a bit of general sales advice there that, that we've both come across in, in our time. So, mm. As always, any new questions that come through uh, or any, any burning questions you have, send them our way. We'd love to love to answer them on the next Ask a League Out podcast. And, uh, yeah, look, have a, have a fantastic day and a fantastic week, guys. Yeah, see you next time. See you. Bye.